Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats, cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Everybody, happy Friday to you, June tenth, twenty twenty-two. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, ninety-six one FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Friday. We did it, Friday edition of the show. We're all pumped up. We're all excited. Well, speak for yourself, TJ. I think our buddy Scoots here. He's got to have the worst hangover in the world right now. What's wrong with old scoots? Right? Your brain last night? You had to be three sheets of the wind. <laughs> I, w- I wasn't that messed up. I just couldn't think. My brain just wasn't working. Yeah. I was, I, I, was watch- I was watching the lightning game, though, so I, I was having some bursts. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. You, were, you were locked in? I was. And you couldn't just read Yeah, words. no, like I was, you- yeah. I was having a hard time <laughs> concentrating on anything but the game last night. Hey, they won, though. Huge game. Yeah, they big won. win. Big win. Went from down 2-0 to up 3-2. I love it. Go, and going back home. But, yeah, I, I was like, Justin, how messed up is Justin right now? Because all of the – you just – you kept talking yourself in the circles, buddy. In yeah. group, it was right? bad. It was, it was, it was real bad. bad. Real bad. Well, glad to hear you're, you, you've got your wits about you this morning. Yeah, I'm great. I, I feel great. Look great. You all, you all look great. We all look great. What good feel good play good. Yeah. What good feel good? Yeah, Rush, you got to give people the background on what Justin did. Nobody besides us three people know what any of that means. Yeah, That's I fine. mean, I can just say that he sounded like an idiot in our text thread. Do I need to explain that? Like, we were trying to set, like, yeah. figure out the technical, the delay. People that people that don't know the information want to know the information. So I just didn't know if we need to get inside baseball with Justin's figuring out why he's a little bit slower. Remotely. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it was pertinent information. No, but like people probably were like, well, I wonder what happened. But anyways, we, we said, hey, we're sick of the delay when we do the show from home, and our listeners are probably sick of that delay as well. I said, Justin, bring in your equipment. We're going to figure it out today. And, and, and Justin responded, he he's just, like, I thought we were going to be in, all together in studio today. Yeah, he just couldn't figure out the concept <laughs> of figuring out remotely from together. together. <laughs> yeah. It, it, <laughs> We all struggle. And we were sometimes. like, no, no, we're gonna be there. And he was like, but I thought we were gonna figure out the It's like, no, yeah, ah, wait, ah. So, wait, so you're going from home tomorrow. <laughs> it was, it was. And then uh, we and then gosh, and then Justin was like, Can we go from studio next Friday too? Cause 
Because I, I think intern Jacob would be easier for him. It's like, yeah, we can do that. That's no big deal. That's you're that's way too far in advance for us, though. You know, <laughs> like you got to you remind us next Thursday about seven thirty p.m. and then then we'll know we're back in studio on Friday. But we're all together today. Uh, kind of been light on UK news, Roush, or maybe I've been out of it. Yesterday was one of the busier work days I've had, which is great. I'm happy for it, but I was a little out of the loop, Roush. I'm not happy about that. No, you're not. But I don't feel like I missed much. I mean, I settled down. We went and had to, you had to get some patio beers last night somewhere. Did you end up making it out to the track? No, it was very unfortunate because um, Duke was in a mood. Um, I also needed to to cut grass, and we we got Brooks family coming in town. There's the mouse in the house, so God, you know, I've got to do all this stuff. I mean, it's just. But pr- so, primarily, so found the mouse. Primarily, Duke was in a mood. Uh, tried eating early, and he just—he was just—he wasn't having it. And I was very disappointed because uh, basically all of my friends robbed Churchill Downs. Uh, had like a couple people. I, I think one couple combined to win like eight grand or something like that. Oh, yeah. On supers and tries and all sorts of stuff. So, uh, uh, bad case of FOMO last night. Real bad case of FOMO. Oh, the weather night. was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Scooch, what'd you get into last night? I actually had to work until about six thirty or so. Then I just came home and watched hockey, drank beer, numbs. No, splatty pet platties. No, I went with some a little shiner bock last night. Oh, sounds a little too fancy. What 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 bag of chips did we go with? Uh, we had Ruffles, cheddar and sour, or cheddar Dude. and oh. What's what's the cheddar one? Cheddar and sour cream. Gross. No. Those are great. Disgusting. The ruffle. No, I don't Were think that's Were they Fritos? It. Are you thinking of Fritos? No, they're. Should have went with Fritos. They're ruffles. You don't like the. You could have had so You don't many, like the cheddar ruffles? You TJ? I don't. Anything with sour cream, hell no. I don't think it is sour cream. So, like sour cream ruffles, and onion chips? Ruffle, yeah, of course. Ruffles plain <laughs> are the way to go. But it doesn't. T- like, that's. It doesn't taste anything like sour cream. <laughs> like, that, that, that's. It tastes more like onion than anything, but it's not. It's it's kind I, of like I Trevor saying dis- that disagree. It's like saying that <laughs> Trevor being like, yeah, well, real watermelon doesn't taste like watermelon bubblegum. It's like those are two different I don't things. Think that's, I don't think that's true. I think somebody could say they don't like the flavor of watermelon, thus they're not going to eat watermelon flavored things. I don't like the taste of sour cream. So if you're going to advertise sour cream, I'm sure it's got some flavor of sour so, cream. So TJ, <laughs> fun fun fact for you. So I didn't I didn't think it was cheddar and sour cream, but it is cheddar and sour cream, the ones that I eat. Ooh, I gross. too hate sour cream. If it, I if I'm getting food somewhere, I get it without sour cream every time. It's just like plain It, it tastes it, like cheddar. Yeah, it really. Is. That's what I mean, they don't, I'm 31 years old. I've had sour cream chips before. They're not good. They don't I, taste I, they don't, don't taste need, like don't, sour cream. I don't though. need a convincing Yes, well they they have a flavor of sour cream, otherwise they wouldn't use the word sour cream it's, with them. I, I don't know how I feel like I'm talking to the uh, people in the Looney House because (laughs) regular sour cream doesn't really have a flavor. It just cools off. Like that's why they put it with hot stuff, and it just adds a consistency. It has a flavor. Maybe the it's a it's a plain flavor. It's like to neutralize things, and that's why people don't like it. Is because it's so bland and blah, and it's just this thick, fatty cream. But that's not like a flavor that you taste when you you taste like a tangy. Oniony taste when it's so sour has, cream so, and onion. So that's the it tastes taste. more like onion than anything. Maybe they've totally changed the chip game with sour cream flavoring in the last few years. And you're right, it, it doesn't taste anything like sour cream. But it's a wild advertising strategy to label something as a flavor of something and not have that flavor be prevalent at all or taste. And I get what you're saying that sour cream doesn't have a taste or flavor. And I would just disagree wholeheartedly with that. 
Yeah. Respectfully, of course. Fair. No, that's fair. And I, I get it. You don't. You you have your things. You don't like it. You I just, just thought go. that. I just thought that the chips because the chips are great. In, in my opinion, I, that's one of my favorite kind of chips. But they make your breath a little bit on the stinky side. But it's the onion that is the the overwhelming flavor. Uh, uh, if, if we were looking at if I, if I was in like uh, what do you what do you culinary school mm-hmm. the the flavor profile like the sour cream is probably like ten to fifteen percent and it's eighty five percent onion. You know, I'd agree with that. It's just it's the I think it's the onion that's what I, I don't like sour away, not the sour cream I don't like sour cream and onion either for what it's worth we just starting off the Thornton's text line with a horrible text grown man baby afraid to try one of the most popular chips in the game I've tried it they're horrible grown man baby has great taste doesn't eat crappy chips is a better text to send into the Thornton's text line to get things started. They're just not good. They're not good chips. I don't know what else to say. Why go with those chips when you have Fritos available or baked barbecue lays? Or if you're feeling a little spicy, you just go with the regular barbecue lays. Although, I just like the little crunch that goes with the baked. Yeah, uh, if we we don't we aren't big chip eaters at the Roush House. If we do, it's uh, the red Dorito bag or the Ooh. sour cream and onion Disgusting. cheddar cheddar sour cream and onion. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. But red Dorito Ruffles. bag yeah. can't go can't go wrong with Doritos that's, too. That's the best chip with beer. Doritos? Yeah, the red Doritos. Interesting. Mm. I don't know if I would no, even have a power I, ranking of best chips with beer. I would say something I, saltier. I generally even go like chips, a tortilla chip. I go chips and salsa. Yeah. I think yeah. that would be my okay. go-to. Well, I'm talking like sure. Bag chips. Bag chips. I, and I would even chips say Frito, chips and salsa Frito wins every time. Salt. Frito is the salt, salty. The saltiness is perfect with beer. You talking regular shout- Fritos? I'll give yeah. them a free shout out because I love the place. But when Scoops I go to Kearns, too. get their chili, get bag of Fritos, beer, all that goes together. Mm, Man, amazing Fritos with chili or any that combination is. It's one of those that you don't think about enough when you're making chili at mm-hmm. home. But like you said, when you're at a place that you know has it, like Kearns, oh, yeah. it's freaking undefeated. Oh yeah. Good chip debate to start today's today's show. Who saw that coming? Not me. No, not <laughs> but me hey, that, that's Kentucky roll call. I asked Roush, I was like, I was a little out of the loop today, and ten minutes later, chips. Ah! <laughs> well, if, if I were to tell you what was in the loop, what was happening, this has been a week that if you don't follow recruiting, nothing's really happened. Yeah, I feel like the beginning of the week, much more newsworthy than the back half of this week. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the scary part about summer radio is this back. what if this back half is what it's going to be like the next few weeks? I mean, I think we were a little spoiled with Monday, Tuesday, even going into Wednesday show, where we started each show saying, eh, a little more happened than we thought yesterday. We got more to get to. But now it's hit a little bit of a lull, but the players, basketball players, football players, they're almost universally all on campus which is exciting. Mm-hmm. You'll probably start hearing about some pickup basketball games and uh, football you don't hear as much about, but sometimes you'll just get coaches saying, hey, I'm impressed with this kid's workout, this guy's, or, or what they see. You were saying there's going to be some media opportunities, I think, for football. Yeah. Uh, uh, basketball, basketball. Oh, basketball, okay. Yeah, Lance and gotcha. CJ uh, Frederick, who UK is making them available after they did their – media availability through pro camps, which is not through UK. It's nil, but it's like, we just talked to them. <laughs> it's, it's not like I don't enjoy hearing from Lance and CJ, but, I mean, I think we have like a 800 words transcribed on KSR of things that Lance said last night, and he's going to talk again today. Well, great. Huh. Same. I mean, you know, like something different. But, hey, beggars can't be yeah, you choosers. you they just go with, like, Wallace and Livingston, like – People Welcome we to Lexington. Right, right. Like, what do you think? 
But I get it. First week, I know that uh, for at least how they do in the football program, the first week is uh, heavy on the orientation of how things work. You're not yeah. only you're moving in your classes; these are going to be your cats counselors. Um, here's where all your classes are. Here's the, your weight room times. But also the like, um, you know, they, they have the influencer app, which is here's how this app works. We send your pictures on it. Um, here's some kind of cautionary tales, be on top of your stuff. Uh, they do media training like that. They, they have a lot of, it's, it, it's a lot that first week. Um, and I, and I think that's kind of purposeful. They put a lot on them. And then, uh, from there, it's kind of on their teammates to, to help them out, answer questions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that, that might be why they're a little hesitant to roll the freshman out there right away. Um, but if you're worried about people making it to campus, uh, I, I have not heard, of anybody like, oh, they're they're not here yet. We're getting work. Like Barry and Brown was at Kentucky football camp yesterday. Um, that's good. That that's good. Uh, if if you if you want to have a ooh looks good in shorts, <laughs> if we want to have that conversation, JJ Weaver, he's just he's a badass. Uh, Octavius Oxendine is the skinniest two hundred seventy pound man I've ever seen. I mean, I just don't like it, where where does it go? Like you what? How are you 270 pounds? You just look like a normal, like skinny dude. It's so it's so bizarre. Yeah. And Jagger Burton is the opposite, where he looks like, um, as Luckett put it, he looks like one of those dudes for uh, those Russian strongman competition guys that used to be on ESPN two all the time. He's like he wears the short shorts with his freaking ham hock thighs out, and he's got a big old neck wearing uh, tight. I mean, he legs are bigger than like an eight year old child. Yeah, I mean he he's looking enormous. Um, you know, I mean it. There's, there were some impressive-looking dudes out there. I think if I'm going for most notable, though, Lavelle Wright's going to be stepping up quite a bit in Chris Rodriguez's absence. Don't know how long that absence is going to be. He he grew up in his redshirt freshman year. Used that year well. Um, he's one of those two. He's a big yes-sir, no-sir guy. Seems to have his head screwed on his shoulders right and, and poised for a nice 2022 Kentucky football season. Well, that'll be exciting. You'll get updates throughout the summer or we'll hear stuff throughout the summer but uh, always good to see and then a huge weekend for UK football recruiting oh man yeah yeah Yeah. and it's one of those things too TJ where you know a couple weeks ago Louisville is throwing their Adidas bucks all over the place Tennessee is rolling in it as well and you're like man we haven't really heard much of UK what's going on over here and pretty clear now that they were keeping things quiet and because they were cooking up some big stuff. Um, and, and it's one of those, there, there was one kid in particular who I was trying to find, I was trying to find something on. I, I couldn't get anything on him. Uh, where he, he hadn't talked to anybody lately. And then uh, he ends up, Luckett gets the scoop that Grant Godfrey, top 200 linebacker Whoa. Uh, from North Gwinnett, which is Jaron Williams. I believe that was his high school, or at least the one next to it, uh, outside of Atlanta. He's going to be unofficially visiting this weekend, uh, but it's like Kentucky, Tennessee, Wake Forest. Uh, that was a big-time surprise. We did not expect. Um, I mentioned that Robert Stafford kid earlier in the week. That's a new name we did not expect um, to, to enter into the picture. There's a couple kids from Philly. Uh, uh, the, the one, uh, Austin Ramsey, is officially visiting. There's also been some scuttlebutt that a Colorado commit, Nikhil Bertrand, is going to be officially visiting as well. And then the the 
the two big ones are from Alabama. Avery Stewart is a, a four-star from Montgomery that Kentucky is kind of sitting pretty with. He's a, he's a defensive back, safety kind of deal. Could play nickel free, you know, really versatile, really like this kid's game. The other fun one, so we've got the the Kentucky, a couple Kentucky-Tennessee uh, kind of recruiting battles shaping up, and then we've got a Kentucky-Auburn one cooking with Carmelo English. And I, it's one of those things you don't realize, but Kentucky and Auburn have kind of, They've got a nice little back and forth going, and Kentucky's winning all of them. Whoa. Uh, where they got Trevin Wallace two years ago, Suck top 150 guy, or top 100 guy by a lot of recruiting rankings. And then they got Jacoby Albert to flip on signing day last year. Well, now Carmelo English, he's from, I mean, 20, 30 minutes outside of Auburn. Um, if you look at his own three profile, he just unaf- he, he's got unofficial visits for basically every weekend because he would just go to all the games. It's mm, uh, not good. But he was also the one who had the video – like a month ago from UK from an unofficial visit to UK and I kept or is he committing at the end? Like it, it had that kind of look and feel about it where he's in full uniform on top of Kroger Field. Uh he's uh officially visiting this weekend. That that's a big one. That's a big one. So a lot of um a lot of fun little surprises sprinkled in. There's also a running back too that was at Georgia Tech yesterday, got offered. Some people like him at linebacker, so like you know, if you cut, it tells you what kind of player he is. No. Linebacker slash running back. I think that speaks for itself. Probably big, physical, fast. Yeah, yeah. All, all, all impressive traits. All right. Well, good to hear that UK is having a big recruiting weekend, and reports of Louisville leading first were were untrue, unfounded. Oh man, it's weird. You know, you you would have thought that uh, their big recruiting weekends next weekend, right? Right. Correct. Correct. Dawn's after dark. Let's go. We can oh. go. Da, da, Downs after dark. Yeah. Downs after dark. Dawn's after dark. That would be. <laughs> I mean, you're wake. So Always is it dawnest before the dark? <laughs> so you're. It's a brain press. So it turned. I guess technically the dawn is after it's dark. That's so yeah, true. Yeah, We're changing the name. Wrong. We could go lay. Go do a bunch of like stink bombs wherever they're going to be. All the visitors and be like, wow, that's where they're going to be, Churchill. Yeah, Roush, you could sneak in some stink bombs. Or just have a horse drop off a big old stink bomb. That's not a bad idea either. <laughs> yeah, we could get some. You get gassy after PBRs. We could get some PBRs in you. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I thought that was just you. It's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's everybody. Uh, yeah, so that's good. We'll keep we'll keep you updated on that. Maybe any commitment watch. Uh, a lot of the kids that are visiting are already committed, and they'll probably be trying to pull some strings to get those guys to hop on board. But yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know if one. any are imminent, but we'll certainly get some scuttlebutt, you know, within a day or two. Like, okay, we think this guy's going to pop soon, or stuff along those lines. Well, that's because I, I could see that Avery Stewart kid. If there was one that feels close, it's probably Avery Stewart. Okay, we'll get the RPM machine. I'll get, I'll get cooking. it, I'll get it war- lubed up. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I can confirm after being all over the state, like seven different counties yesterday, that Thornton's has the, the cheapest gas. Roush was right. Yeah. Uh, don't, um, don't know how they do it. The Refreshing Rewards app, too, I'm telling you, I loaded a 10-center up today, and I'm not going to put a – I'm doing the thing, too, where I'm not waiting until it's all the way empty. I'm just going to put in, like, you know, 20, 20 bucks. So I don't I, – I don't know. It just makes mentally – I'm, it doesn't make me feel as bad if I'm not pouring in like 75 at once. That's you know actually what, I mean? what you're supposed to do, Roush. 
They say you should fill up your gas tank when it's half full as opposed to when it's empty. Leaves le- leaves the vapors in your tank less room to escape, I guess. Huh. Yeah. You aren't supposed to, to run on E. It's right. not good for the car. Correct. And especially if you run out of gas, it, the, the fuel injecting systems of new cars, much worse for it than it was on old cars. I could see that. Have you? Has any of y'all ever ran out of gas? No. Oh yeah, I never have. Yeah, I, I have I've twice. Have Knock on wood. It's a, it's like a, a great fear of mine. My, I, I just can't imagine anything more embarrassing. No offense, Scoots. My, well, so the first time it ever happened to me was in my first car, my 1979 Impala, which all the gauges on that car were oh, kind of yeah. sketchy, anyways. Um, so yeah, I for whatever reason left to go to work like super early one day. Like like an hour and a half early, I was going to work, and then I ran out of gas on the side of the road, so I had to pull off mm. on the highway and jump down a little bridge and go get gas, and it was wild. And that's how Justin became the bridge troll in Southern Indiana. <laughs> what, where, that's where the legend came get, from. What kind of noise did your car make when it was running out of gas? Oh, it was just like a sp- like a like a sputter. One more time. <laughs> it was laughing at you. <laughs> It was giggling. That's, that's, that's how I felt in the time, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like the cloud in Happy Gilmore. Uh, you, you ever run out of gas, Roush? No? The, I, I will say there's been times where I was fearful that I would because the car that I had before I finally upgraded, it was an older car that the 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 gas gauge, it worked. It would, it would fill all the way up, but then it would get to about half and just stay there. Mm. So you... You had a decent idea, but you had to kind of do the math in your head, and it's like, oh, gosh, I don't want to. So did it stay at the half until it actually got back down to the half and under? Then it started to move? Well, th- that was the thing. Is I think I- it'd get to the full and go down to the half, and then it was just <laughs> curtains. Yeah. And, and didn't know what was going to happen. And it next. also, I think, uh, it would stick there, and then it would just go straight to E. And I was like, <gasps> but you you knew that you still had a little bit more left in the tank. It was... Um, it was definitely way too much thinking. Way too much thinking for any person that should. I mean, for, yeah, that's the only time where I, if you have like a, a gimmicky gauge, you thought you had more than. But even then, if you have a like, unless it's just all of a sudden gimmicky, you didn't know you had a gimmicky gauge, then really I think you can get a pass for it. But even if you have like a, a goofy gauge and you're like, I thought I had more than I did, well, you know it's goofy. You know, you shouldn't, it, you should just fill it up, err on the side of caution. Load that bad boy up, but I can't tell you how many times. I mean, all of us, I'm sure, have just seeing the old, the old fella, the the person walking down the highway with the gas tank, just would stink. That'd be horrible. That was me. Just any time. I'm, I'm. Gosh, it seems like any time I get in the wife's car, it's next to E too. Like I'm, if I get close to E, I'm filling up. Like really, it's I'm like Justin. Like it's halfway, or even to that little like final warning bar. We're rolling it up. Wife likes to live dangerously. Ooh, like Baker Mayfield. Like below the the final gauge, above the E. You know that little like yeah, that, that no man's land. That, that's yeah. fill up time. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. But for and wife, that's just that's life. So she lives. I, I will say there are times where I might milk it a little bit more because I've got you know Kroger points that I'm trying to cash in on or something. You know what I mean? You're like, all right, this is going to be the time I fill up and make the most out of it. But for the most part. I'm smart. I use the Refreshing Rewards app. I go to Thornton's. They have them all over the place. So why risk it for the – I mean, there's no there's no reason. I'm not, uh, you know, some dumb kid in high school who's like, I'm going to use this $20 to last me on gas for a week, which that was always the yeah the, the strategy. You all used all of it? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing was, too, is I, I mean, it's not like I'm driving all over Pekin, Pekin County. If, if I got $20 for gas, undoubtedly four or five dollars of it was going towards like candy or soda or something. <laughs> it wouldn't all go in my gas tank. Never. Well, that's dumb. You're wasting. No, oh, I would. Yeah, absolutely. You're it's wasting dumb. time you can drive around. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, and I also I picked up two kids who were young. It was you know a little carpool action, and I think it, their parents would give me ten bucks a pop. So it was like, all right, can I use all of their carpool gas money to last me a week? Or yeah, it's, it's the different different living back then. Oh yeah. Get your text into the Thor. But point is, Thornton's the best. Whether you're at E, whether you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Thornton's will take care of thee. We went through all that just to brag on Thornton's. We really did. We really did. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. Good time for our first break. We'll come back. Uh, there is, again, in the world of UK, things are relatively quiet. Uh, but in college sports, not so much. There's plenty more to get to. But what we'll turn our attention to when we return, Roush's reaction to the January 6th commission last night. Primetime event. <laughs> He's got a long list of notes he took during it. And we're going to let him vent when we return here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. <laughs> Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. I never got a jug. I wasn't going to go waste my time. God, what a nerd. What a nerd. I had cool things to do, like go smoke drugs and drink alcohol. <laughs> Trevor did it. Well, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, there was a, a request, though. You, so you hey. know how I had to bribe him to find these for me. I was like, Trevor, I need Empire Strips back, and I need TJ's drop that Shay requested. And he was like, so I asked him. I was like, what time are the bats games this weekend? And he was like, six thirty-five on Saturday. You working for me? I was like, if you find both of the drops for tomorrow's show. I will work the bats game for you on Saturday. Wow, Justin, take it away for so the team. So I'm going to work the bats game for him on Saturday so because sacrifice. he got him to. Do you wow. get paid for working Saturday? Of course, yeah. Oh, so more money I for mean, old JK. Just just a smidge, just a drop in the bucket. Oh, yeah, but when you've won a lottery, what's, mo- what's money to you, you know? It's true. I need to win again. Yeah, that'd be nice. I think Trevor said he's doing the old double double up. Trevor mentioned maybe coming in the studio today. Shockingly, wait, Trevor, not here. No, didn't make it. Yeah, not 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 here. Welcome back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, a, a, a popular rejoin on demand. Do we have the seriously sexy stormtroopers? We do. We are the the reason I don't even know what you're dressed up as, Justin, today, or if you're dressed, well, dressed up, up as, as. yeah, <laughs> radio producer. Uh, the I reason like, I we got are some nice clothes nice on is we will be saying goodbye to our buddy Douglas today, uh, and have a nice ceremony and remember all the the good memories we had with them. We're going to get breakfast after the radio show today, which is exciting, but one of our favorite Douglas moments, right here. 
Coming to the Louisville Palace Wednesday, April 17th, it's The Empire Strips Back, a burlesque parody featuring all of the classic Star Wars characters. The Empire Strips Back, a burlesque parody, takes audiences to a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> creating an unforgettable experience. Combining striptease, song and dance, troop routines, and plenty of humor, audiences are transported into the world of burlesque to witness a menacing troop of seriously sexy stormtroopers, <laughs> a dangerously seductive Boba Fett, tantalizing <laughs> toilettes, a delightfully lukewarm Tauntaun, a ladylike Skywalker, and of course, scantily clad and daring droids. Even Darth Vader will explore her feminine side with a fantastical twist. A show you have to see to believe. The Empire Strips Back, a burlesque parody. Wednesday, April 17th. Tickets on sale Can now at LouisvillePalace.com. Like Boba Fett, tantalizing toilettes, a delightfully lukewarm Tauntaun, a ladylike Skywalker, and of course, scantily clad and daring droids. Of course. Even Darth Vader will explore her feminine side <laughs> with a fantastical twist. So, a show you have to see to believe. Twist? The Empire the strips back. Uh, a burlesque. I don't. Darth Vader. I don't remember her the. Side. Um, I actually don't remember the Darth Vader portion. I do remember the uh, uh, Princess Leia having herself a, a, a good time up there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that Roush went to it. After, yeah, I mean, after you heard that ad, it was pretty tough not to go. Like Douglas does such a good job with it, you got to go check it out. It, and uh, so, whoever wrote up that fantastical script, you know, it it really was a, an eye opening. Like, holy crap, this is a an impressive show, but also one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, you just, I'm in a Star Wars striptease show, but it's like. Really cool, the stuff they're doing, and it's high production value. Like, this is Roush, awesome. Roush loved it. I, I can't help but think, uh, what was Douglas thinking when he got that ad read? Like, Douglas, <laughs> we need you to record this. And he read it through it once, and he was like, well, okay, I can I can handle that. Ooh, and he, Seriously, sexy stormtroopers. That's that's some alliteration, and he, he crushed it. And oh, the, he did, the, yeah. the, the, the toilet, like, to get through that, it'd be tough to do in one take. Yeah. But oh, Douglas yeah. was a pro's pro. The yep. veteran of the game, we know he handled it. No problem. Yeah, that's that's an all-timer. Well, don't let that one get lost again, Justin. Well, th there is one more. Let's hear this one as well. It's a lot shorter. Okay. So let's see what this one's about. Seriously sexy stormtroopers, a dangerously seductive Boba Fett, tantalizing toilettes, a delightfully lukewarm Tauntaun, a ladylike Skywalker, oh, and of course, what we scantily clad yeah. and daring. Yeah. All right, cool. So it just breaks down yeah. the best part. Of awesome. It. Yeah, don't, don't, let, make sure we don't lose that yeah, one. I got that, you. That's too great. I got you. Seriously sexy stormtrooper. What's the Tauntauns? <laughs> tantalizing, or no, lukewarm tauntauns, which that sounds What's disgusting. That? What is I don't that? know. What are, what are even the tauntauns in uh, Star Wars world? I don't know. I, if I were to guess, it would be like just the, the kind of side characters that are just like the little, like, what are these guys doing? Kind of oh, like the tauntauns. Little... Okay, so those are like the desert creatures that they ride with the horns. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. So, they're, so you saw those. And you were, were there. And they the, were lukewarm. Those were the lukewarm so maybe, tauntauns. Oh, they're riding a lukewarm tauntaun. Oh. And that, is there some is that sexual? Sounds like it. <laughs> lukewarm. Not too hot, not too cold. Oh. We like our tauntauns. Just body temperature. Just room room temp. Do they have those creatures at the show? Yeah, they were they're alive. They were real. Yeah.
Does yeah, anyone... they, they had to have uh, pooper scoopers behind <laughs> sweep it up. So. Yeah. Okay, well, good stuff. Yeah, well, we, we miss them. Uh, it's been a week, and it's uh, still kind of surreal. We're not seeing him around this these parts, but he was the man. And those drops are uh, just all around good stuff. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Uh, we, we've got plenty of good ones coming in already. Uh, we'll get to more. Did you see that uh, MGM and Caesars have UK as your betting favorites for the 2023 NCAA Basketball Championship? Wait, it's Caesar. Man, thank goodness UK didn't fire John Calipari. It is a, a weird dynamic we have where naturally the betting odds, uh, they're, they're going to be lower because Kentucky fans put – Kentucky's going to take a lot of money. So they're going to they're going to take a, a little bit of that the juice out the potential juice out for UK fans, but even so, like if you look around at any sort of preseason metric, top twenty five, all that that stuff, Kentucky's a consensus top five team, typically one, two, or three in some order, mm-hmm. um, along with what North Carolina and Gonzaga. Or yeah, North Carolina, Gonzaga, then Arkansas, Houston. That, yeah. That's your top five. Yeah, uh, anybody kind of straying away from that, I think, is trying to get a little too cute. And gosh, you want to trigger old TJ? The folks that are like, shows where the program's fallen that we're celebrating preseason number ones. It no, it's. I mean, it's just not. Nobody's celebrating it. Nobody's like hanging a banner. No, we're not. Woo! I guess we're celebrating it a little bit, but it's just a good spot to be in. It's better to be near the top of Vegas, where Vegas thinks the team's going to win a national championship than not even being on the freaking list. So it it is a good thing. But yes, everybody is anxiously awaiting for March. It's the most antici- March 2023, the most anticipated March in the history of Kentucky. Everybody's looking forward to it. Everybody's eager about it. But we can't fast forward time. So until we get there, we'll take things that can get fans. I know this is shocking for a lot of people to hear, but fans like to get excited. And to see so many people excited to or to see so many rankings have Kentucky number one is worth getting excited about. Or near number one. Number one, number two, number three. It means that you've put together a team that nationally people think is going to be great. Now, has that burned Kentucky before? Yes. 2020-2021 season, Kentucky was highly ranked to start the season. That team stunk. 2012-2013, the NIT team. Uh, Team doesn't go to the NIT if Nerlens Noel doesn't get hurt, but still, it wasn't a team that should have been preseason top five or preseason top ten. So yes, they can get that stuff wrong. It's still a better place to be. It, it, Every team in the country would love to have Vegas think they're one of the top three, the favorite, top five favorites. It's a good spot to be. It, it's it's amusing, though, that we're typically in this spot every year, and for whatever reason, this is the one time that we're refusing, a majority of the fan base is refusing to actually get excited about the season, even though the National Player of the Year is coming back. There's just a... Don't want to don't want to hear about it. Show me some wins first. Like it's a very um, so it's a, it's a very just okay. I, I I can't do anything to change your mind. So I'm not. I'm I'm gonna. I'm I'm done trying. And that's another thing is that you know we that's fine. We don't the I think the the positive. I don't know. I don't want to make it like a positive negative fan thing. That's kind of dorky. But the fans that do get excited about seeing that. 
it, it's almost like the other portion just has to be like, well, you know, that doesn't mean we know. We're <laughs> totally aware of what it means. But we do this every year. I think that's the, the the point that I'd like to make is that this is the norm for Kentucky basketball is being top five preseason. And top that's a, and, and we will we will miss that someday. Yes. We will. Yes. And people will say, well, you know, maybe Kentucky's around 20th or 25 to start a season, and people will think it's a good group that maybe can push for a Sweet 16 or even a Final Four. That's fine. We're Someday Kentucky fans will miss regularly being preseason sweethearts. And folks will say, let well, there be March Madness. Everybody does. Everybody wants to win in March. Every program that's well, ever put on a jersey, they know that that's the most important time. It's tough to do. Kentucky should be above that, still should do it, even if it is tough to do. But there's nothing you can do about that in June or July or August. And then once the season starts, start winning games. Uh, but uh, and I, I, I don't want to uh, – to your point, TJ, if we were – we can bring it a little bit closer to home. I don't think Kentucky is going to fall to the depths that the Indiana basketball program has fallen down um, over the last decade or so. Under, But under the next coach, it could be a scenario where Justin – Indiana right now, I, I just pulled up Goodman's. He's got them at 11, so right around the top 10. When was the last time Indiana was a preseason kind of top 10-ish team? 2013. Yeah, they were number, number one. Louisville, Kentucky, and IU, one, two, and three, just kind of in different orders, but a lot of people had Cody IU. Cody Zeller, Oladipo. Oladipo, yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Nine, so, yeah. I mean, it, it can get that bad, folks. Don't think it will, but it can get that bad. <laughs> don't take it. Don't take it for granted. That's yeah. all I got to say. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the other favorite. Well, and the other favorites are the teams Roush mentioned on DraftKings, where I do most of my betting uh, when I'm in Southern Indiana. Shout out to Damon Thayer. They have Kentucky, the fourth favorite. They have Gonzaga ten to one, Houston ten to one, North Carolina eleven to one, and then Kentucky at twelve to one, right there. So right, so like they're all so, in the same. So right company, there, exactly. Yeah. Um, my future bets that I made after the season last year, I'm a little, I'm kind of impressed by. I got Kentucky at. Let me do the math on what I got. The uh, oh well, Kentucky. I got Kentucky twelve to one. They're still twelve to one. So I guess no harm, no foul there. Uh, got Arkansas plus or fourteen to one, got Gonzaga fourteen to one, and got good old Houston sixteen to one. So, uh, got a little bit of value on on those teams. If Gonzaga wins, I'll go ahead and double your fourteen to one, and we'll make it twenty eight to one. How about that? Because that ain't happening. Du- why not? Just not happening. You just want to give TJ money. Yeah. That's if if Gonzaga wins the championship, well, we I'll give TJ money. Make one of our 50-50 bets and give me money that way because you always lose them. Oh, <laughs> it's a fair point. Oh man, fifty-fifty. I I need to get out to Mount Carmel's picnic tonight. That's the the Mount Carmel and St. Lawrence are the two big. Edwards uh, is actually the night, and I mean it this time. Okay. Yeah. Which one's the big? Which one's the biggest in like the south? West end of Louisville. Yeah, it's St. Paul's is next weekend, and I'm not saying that because it's mine, but like it's on Dixie Highway. That's the it gets a really end. big crowd, and they do live music Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Thursday ride night. Yeah, yeah, and that that's that really has grown, um, and it's kind of why they ended up taking out the chicken dinner. That plus the the person who did it, my cousin did the chicken dinner for forty years, and. Nobody really wanted to take on that responsibility. They're not doing a chicken a dinner anymore? Yeah, no, no. Well, they just... can't be the biggest picnic if they don't even have a chicken dinner. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where it's at. They, um, I think uh, St. Helens took over the St. Dennis chicken recipe, but a lot of the big old chicken dinners have gone uh, kind of by the wayside. Can't, well, you can't yell winner, winner without a chicken dinner. 
It's true. There's um, I think every picnic has a chicken dinner or something. Well, a lot of them are like changing it up or because most people just go to a sandwich booth, so they'll invest into that more. Mm. They'll 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 take the food, some of the food that was at the chicken dinner, and put it at the sandwich booth kind of deal. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, that that that's a big one in the. Yeah, we the, need the weather to hold Is Saint Rita is one of the last ones. That's a good pick. That's like a nice little send off. I think that's the week before Saint Joe's towards the end of the year. That's yeah, Saint, Saint Joe's, the granddaddy of them all. Mm-hmm. Agnes is a huge one. Is, does Joe's have a chicken dinner? Because I, I always go just for the yeah, walking sure around. Do. You know, they set it. I think they set it up inside that little gym. Gotcha, gotcha. You eat in there. Um, but I, yeah, I'm just. I, I think. Didn't the, need this weather to hold off. I know. That, that's going to be the tough part. Weather not looking great. Um, but tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be a beautiful day. 80, partly, mostly sunny all day. Fair skies sort of deal. So, looking forward to it. Hey, Actually, Around, helping, around uh, dinner time, only like a 13% chance of rain. So, I think nice little window for folks trying go. to get out tonight. There we go. Yeah. Actually helping out set up St. Paul's next weekend. They need a tall person to, you know. You're zip, tall. Zip tying the, the tarps on top of the... The booths. You and Duke, all so they count me in. You two yeah. can, can take care of it. Uh, Matt tweets into the show. says, Nerd alert. A tauntaun was used by Hans to warm Luke on the freezing planet oh. of Hoth by cutting open its belly with a lightsaber. That's okay. So that's so why Luke they're more warm, popular. Yeah. Because it yeah. was Luke. Gotcha. So that's <laughs> that's that's from total Star Wars dorks and and Matt it went over our head but it thank did. goodness for you. I was also thinking of the animals on Tatooine that like uh, the man that Boba Fett was on that was riding too. So I'm glad we got some clarification. I wish Matt. the Ewoks would have gotten some play in the in in the show. Yeah. Oh well, no, there were I, there were Ewoks that came or that came out, but not like no, came like, out. Like they, they like they they were like dancing in the background. With oh, everybody, okay, you know, yeah. How many people do you Wookiees? think were part of this production? Fifty. Okay. Yeah, or I mean, you just said people, you I mean, said with people the were getting the rowdy scenes. in the stands. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was like a very. You could tell that there was a certain demographic that was a little bit older that this was their wheelhouse. Okay, but like they didn't. They weren't strip club guys. They were burlesque show guys. Mm. You know, <laughs> much class. A lost start. Yeah, really. Need to, have a, need to get a burlesque show centered around big exports radio. So, um, TJ, I, something. This is this is unrelated, but we've been talking football recruiting, and you know, I, I, I love to rag on Michigan. I do not like that school at all. Because um, your wife, a big Ohio State girl. Yep, she's Ohio State girl. She also her last college sporting event. She lost to Michigan in the Sweet Sixteen. It was very disappointing. She <laughs> hates them with the fire of a thousand suns. But you know what? I got to give them some credit because they, they they've got some recruiting creativity up their belt. So they had a uh, they had a camp over the weekend or th- this week, and as a way to get some of the kids fired up, they got an old junky car, an old silver SUV. They put Ohio State Buckeye stickers all over it, and they gave them a sledgehammer to beat it up with. Oh, have they? Where where's the after pick? Uh, I mean, I think that's, they didn't really do a whole lot of destruction to it. I was gonna, oh, that is the after pick. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, you see the that, hood bent up a okay, little bit, yeah. but, uh, you know, they're trying to save. It's going to last a whole month of June, but that's true. man, great idea though. We'd always, during St. X Trinity week, they'd bring a junk car and you could pay like a dollar and go take some swings. I got, it. I got to do that when uh game day was at Kentucky in 07. 
the ATO house, uh, the old ATO house. I don't even know if they have a fraternity house over there um, by Willie T anymore. Is this? Is there? It was. It was right across from Kaylair. No, I don't think it's there. Yeah, um, but they had. Uh, they had a car outside of it, and it was like pay a couple bucks. And they're like, "Are you 18? I was like, "Maybe." And he's like, "Ah, who cares? Just hit the thing." <laughs> he just had to put like goggles. Liability, on. yeah. At yeah. St. X, you'd have to put the little goggles on and sign a waiver that you're not going to sue or something. I don't like. think it was a bad idea. You get a bunch of like 14 to 18 year old high school kids and just like let them take a few swings at something. I mean, that's a maybe it should just be like a therapy at every school. That's it's so much fun. And like if you 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 put a it's just it's it's a it's a it's a lot of fun. I have not um. Have you tried one of those? Uh, I don't know what they like call the break rooms. It. Yes. Have you tried one of those? No. I thought I thought that's where you're going with yeah. it. But yeah, every school should just have a break room. Like, oh, you're act, you're a little fired up. We'll go break some crap. Yeah. We'll we'll see you in five. No, I've never done it. Any you all, Justin? Nope. nope. I, I had a friend that was there. It was part of their anniversary date night with his wife. Was they oh, went to one of those? Fun. And the one that looked the most fun was it had an old uh, Windows ninety eight looking computer monitor, mm. and that would be just fun yeah. to take a whack at. It'd See be what's fun inside. To run one of those things. Be like, we just need to go get a bunch of junk that people need, can need to get all the files out of the that computer. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Hope our listeners at home get that ref. 502-414-1450. Still no updates with UK baseball. Yeah, I think he's here to stay. That's a truly, I mean, you know, you, you, you know when I'm actually like fired up about something. And not that I fake excitement or that's one thing I like about our radio shows. It's pretty authentic in that way. You know how much this triggers me. Yeah. I, I, how could somebody keep their job being so underwhelming? It makes zero sense. Well, and here, here's the thing, too. I, I need to look it up. But didn't they just extend him through next year? So aren't they going to have to give him another extension? No, you wouldn't have to give another extension, right? You just let it. Well, that, But that's how they do it. They give him like a one more year. I thought they extended him to like 24, 25. Okay. It would, I guess it would have made more sense to do two years. Just so, because that's the thing, TJ. They always say you can't recruit if you don't if you don't have at least a year on your contract. Yeah, but that's true. You hear that in coaching ranks. I don't care. I don't. I don't care how much more time there is on the contract. I just can't believe. Yeah, it's through twenty twenty five. Mitch Barnhart would neglect the baseball program so badly. Okay, here's here's a, here's a question, TJ. Um, would you rather, let's just say Mitch Barnhart's like, you know what? We don't have the money to get a new baseball coach and a new football facility. Which one are you taking? You can only spend one new indoor football facility for Mark Stoops or a new baseball coach. New baseball coach. I'm doing indoor facility. Because honestly, I would only care about Kentucky, baseball. For a Kentucky month. football will get a new indoor. I mean, it's a silly hypothetical. It is a silly course, hypothetical. Course, but just, you but know, we're putting priorities sure. out there. It, football just won 10 games without a facility. Yeah, though. UK football will get a facility at some point. They're still doing fine without it. Yes, they absolutely need one. But keeping Mingione around for the baseball program is nothing short of just basically why even have a baseball team? No offense. I know that's totally hyperbole, but you're losing money on it. So just baseball should be a moneymaker for UK, like a moneymaker. Or at least they're breaking even. 
you know. I mean, I know a lot of these those sports don't always do I promise it, you Tennessee's not breaking even. You know, they're they're LSU's rack- making money. Yeah, yeah they're racking yeah, it. Yeah. Like it should happen in the SEC if you're somewhat competitive. He hasn't even had it's goodness gracious. What if next year, like for Minjion standards, it's a pretty good year and they're like a three seed or two seed in a regional and they just lose in the regional. That'd be a step in the right direction, but that's that's not even where UK baseball fans want to be. We're so far away from where UK baseball fans want the program to be that even a small consolation of like, hey, maybe you make the instant maybe you're one of sixty-four freaking teams that make the tournament next year. And would that do it for you? No, it doesn't. Seeing all these other places go to super regionals and knowing that UK's only been to freaking one ever is a joke. All because why? Why can't Kentucky baseball be solid as these other places? I know why the answer is right now they can't be. It's because they don't have a coach that can do it. But why can't they do it with the right coach? And the answer is they can. You just have to get the right coach. I have no confidence in Mitch Barnhart making that right hire whenever that comes. And I, I'm, I'm with you, Roush. And my buddy was like, I can't believe you thought he was going to go anywhere. I, well, how, how would you not? Well, like he, Out of six seasons, he's been to one postseason. If you want to take away the COVID, that's fine. Then one out of five. That is unacceptable. Well, what it's not it, like baseball is the college football playoffs. 64 teams get in, Roush. And generally, there's eight, nine, ten SEC teams that do. So you're a small percentage of the SEC that is never getting in to the tournament. What if I told you, though, let's allow me to play devil's advocate. What if I told you that? Nick Mingione is the third winningest coach in program history, and that that one regional appearance is one of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So they've only been to seven all time. He's been to one of them, and he's got the third most wins ever. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, uh, that's fine. That's being at a program for multiple years. Uh, speaks more to UK's baseball program as a whole, but – I don't know who anybody. I don't even if I don't even know how Mingione would argue that. Where he, you'd bring up those stats and say like, "Look, see what I've done." See, it's ba- but historically you had, you, been the to, same. You exactly. That's unacceptable. His, we brought you in to change UK baseball history, not add to it. All you're doing is adding to the mediocrity. May, bringing probably down the average a little bit. Twelve and eighteen in the SEC, a loaded league. Twelve and eighteen in it though. That's bad. Losing to Western Kentucky and all these other out-of-conference schools they lose to regularly, it seems like. It is really... Shame on Mitch Barnhart. It is really odd that baseball is the one thing Mitch has not had. Any I mean, success. He, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they had like a moment or two here and there, but there's not there's never been consistency. Um, it's just the one thing. Uh, you know, he's on a baseball Benny, I guess. All because he just is like boys with them. Yeah, but I mean, you could have made the same case for all the baseball coaches. I mean, he was content with Gary Henderson, who did two regionals in six years, a little bit better. But they were about the same. You know, they were around a 500 team every year under him as well. Yeah, at least it seemed like for some of those Gary Henderson teams, though, you had a little bit more fun starts or they didn't always go the way that they should have but um a little bit more like hope that things Yeah, you had would... a little bit more juice and then the cliff would be rocking with the students out there and it, gosh the, bi- I, the biggest thing too is that like here's the thing my argument would be more valid if they didn't invest as much money in a new baseball stadium 
Like if you if you if if you yeah. wanted to argue, yeah, well, you know what? We're we're just where we've always been. We're 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 keeping the boat afloat. It's like, yeah, well, you just put all this money in a baseball stadium. You sh- you you raise the bar. Well, what was that money for? You raised the bar. You could have been crappy in just some crackerjack stadium. Did you know they they have a new sign out there too? Uh-huh. I, I didn't notice it. There's a big sign on that hill oh, before you go up to the baseball, softball, that um, Barnhart Family Athletic Complex. Did not know that that was a thing. Man, didn't know. I knew that they they were doing that. I guess I didn't know that the sign was out there or whatnot. Well, Barnhart, when you Put want some better, wins in that complex, wouldn't you want some better players there? A little bit more fun, winning baseball. That'd be nice. Not letting every single rival just completely and totally surpass you. Not at gosh, not even asking for much. What like, do you, what, I, I don't want to skate by getting into the SEC. I don't want to have to. Well, we need so and so to beat so and so, and then you get in the SEC tournament this week, and that's embarrassing. Twelve teams make the SEC tournament. The fact that you're fighting for one of those, you're one of the two teams on the cusp of not making it, is a joke. And it'd be another thing too, like part of part of the Calipari discussion that we all just got. We got to go to a break, I know, but part of the Calipari discussion we all just got so tired of. We get it. Losing St. Peter's, totally embarrassing, inexcusable for Kentucky basketball. You can't have it happen. But Calipari goes and puts out a team or gets a roster that you feel like, hey, maybe next year's team can win it all. We're t- Just what we talked about earlier today. Top five, Vegas favorites, all that sort of stuff. We don't even know right now if UK baseball would have enough players to field a team for next year, let alone any sort of excitement about good players coming in. And while Mingione seems like a great guy personally, and I'd wish him nothing but the best, players don't. He's got to find the right player that fits with his style, and that was part of the issue with UK baseball the first three years of his tenure. He had some of Gary Henderson's guys; they didn't all see eye to eye with him. There was a lot of players that left, a lot of players that didn't leave on the happiest of notes with how things played out with Mingione. But he supposedly he's pretty particular, and if you're with him. Then everything's good. He's a, you, you love playing for him. You love him. Or, but if you don't really fit in his style, you kind of get outed. And there's just no juice with the baseball program. There's nothing that, there's no players coming in that you could get pumped up about. We don't have Derek Terry tweeting out this pitcher that they've got coming in. He is, he is a major league pitcher. This was a great, you don't hear any of that. There's, there's no momentum with UK baseball. Anyways, ran over. Hour one done. Hour two coming up next. Thornton's text line. There's a lot of them. We're going to get to them. We're going to get you ready for your weekend here on Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Intern Jacob working the golf job today, or so he says. Really hey, knows what at least to. he told us early in the week this time. That's true. Not an hour before the show. Yeah. He's he's learning to be responsible. 
He's grown up right in front of <laughs> our eyes. Uh, Grown-ups or kids alike will enjoy Salsaritas. It's the weekend. You probably got something going on. You got Father's Day next weekend. We can plant those seeds now. But maybe the weather's going to be pretty nice on Saturday, as Roush mentioned. Have a picnic and have Salsaritas cater it. Or go to the store, pick it up yourself. Uh, you can order online on the Salsaritas app. Wherever you get your app, just search for Salsaritas. You can order online, have it waiting for you when you get there. Or just go to the store. It's like, I'm sure you've been to a Salsaritas. All the food is fresh out in front mm-hmm. of you. You can say, I want that, I want that, put it in this, make it that. They'll do it. It'll be delicious. You'll scan the app. You'll save money. You'll save time. Two locations in Louisville. Middletown, it has a drive through way out down Shelbyville Road. Uh, what was what we determined Middletown was halfway between Shelbyville and Louisville? Yes, right exactly. in the middle. Right in the middle. And then there's one in St. Matthew's off Hubbard's Lane. Both are great. Both have patios, plenty of room, space, delicious blue Powerade. Salsaritas mm-hmm. has it all, and remember them for any catering. No party too big, no party too small, whether it's the office, birthday, kid. Salsaritas can take care of you. I had an amazing steak quesadilla yesterday. Nice. Amazing. The steak, that, so see, the good. steak is what it's really so good. sets yeah. it apart at Salsaritas. That, and they don't go light on the meats, which I no. appreciate. Uh, fun fact about Middletown's too. So there's a in Ohio, there's a Middletown between Dayton and Cincinnati, and there's also a Centerville that's in the middle of Columbus and Cincinnati. Huh. Yeah. That is interesting. They huh. they 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 didn't get too creative with their names. No, a lot of places don't. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. We got creative with naming our text line after Thornton's because Thornton's is great, and we're mm-hmm. lucky to have a text line named after them. The first texter says, if you could make a hole-in-one and lose the ball later on, how is that ball found and then used on a previous hole from another hole-in-one? So I, after reading this text, I guess I didn't explain it the best. So the first hole-in-one was on hole four. The kid lost the ball on hole seven. Guy found his ball on hole seven, put it in his bag. Then when he went to pull out a bag for his par three on hole 16, he pulled out that kid's ball and hit it without knowing that the kid had already hit a hole in one with that ball. So it was hole four was the first hole in one. Ball found on hole seven. Next hole in one on hole 16. How did they know it was the same same ball? Because they they were talking about it in the clubhouse. The kid, the kid brought it up. I hit my hole in one with a yada yada logo ball, but I ended up losing it. And then old buddy with the second hole in one, well, funny story, that's actually the same ball that I hit my hole in one with. Here it is. So, what if it was just both like a Titleist two? No, it was like a special. It was like a school logoed ball or something. There was like there was some sort of logo on it that meant something to that kid. Hmm. Seems a little. Seems a little made up. If you ask me. I mean, that's fine. Y'all, y'all can think whatever you want. I think it's a cool-ass story. Texter says, TJ Del Rio. <laughs> just a minor misunderstanding. People forget that. Just a, a, a parade through the Capitol. Man, if you're Jack Del Rio, though, all just whatever he said, don't you just want to not say anything that remotely controversial? If you, Especially as the Washington defensive coordinator. You would try to be make as little noise as possible. Yeah. And again, or is it if, defensive or offensive coordinator, I forget. I thought he's offense, but that could that be sounds right. I thought he was an offensive guy. Yeah, he's an offensive guy. Yeah, yeah. White Castle sucks after draft. Doesn't matter 
with me for beer, I'll take bottle, can, dos boot, sippy cup, whatever. <laughs> I think White Castle is a little overrated. Mm-hmm. I think there's a reason people go there when they're under the influence or generally late at night when it's the only place open. But you drive by there in the daytime, not usually as crowded. I think there's a reason why. It just hits a, it hits the right spot. Um, and the chicken rings, I know you you don't eat sliders though, right? Well, it's a fast food burger. So. That's what I mean. Yeah, so you can't, I don't think you can be the judge here. I can and I am. Unfortunately, no. You gotta say I can't. I have to. I, I, I listen. Their chicken rings good. But like that's like Fries they're good. No, like their mozzarella sticks good. You can't say good. that it's overrated and not eat the thing that it's known for. That's I can true. say that it's yeah, overrated like, no, in yeah, my no, personal no. standings of restaurants, and that you know what? Now it's even wrong. more. It's more overrated. Factually wrong. More overrated. <laughs> By the way, I can't wait to go to Waffle House today. This is a big old oh suck yeah, it's gonna be awesome. All star really just keep them coming. I mean, I was I was actually thinking this morning, like if that's what you all want to do, I'm. I just will. Get in the car with I us. will We're do going it somewhere. one time. Real nice, Clark. I'll do it one time. Put put, scoot, put a blindfold on Scoot. After today, if that's oh, if that's where we end oh, up yeah. going, after today, it ain't happening we, again. We really need to initiate him, like uh, Ryan Howard got initiated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I've wrestle been, fear to I've, the ground. I've put up with you all for a year and a half. I would say I've been initiated. Nope. Yep. No, you don't even know nothing yet, <laughs> Scoots. Uh, no, I'm fine going to some. You know what's overrated? Just breakfast food as as a whole. Oh my god, this yeah, is the worst take of the bad, century. It's like I would much <laughs> rather just have lunch when we get off the air. I'd much rather just go have a grilled yeah. chicken. Sandwich. That is See, ludicrous. I, I'm the opposite. Like, I would rather so like I would rather that they serve breakfast late so that I could just wait and eat breakfast at lunch. Exactly. I Same. don't disagree with this take that like we need to we need to tear down the timeline walls of food. Mm-hmm. Mr. Gorbachev, I want to eat a chicken sandwich. Well, you could get a chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A for a breakfast sandwich. But I I want lunch food in the morning. Sometimes I may want breakfast food at lunch. We do breakfast food for dinner quite frequently. But just sometimes I just don't want eggs in the morning. I'd rather have like... A fruit salad. See, that's what's great about breakfast, though, is it's you don't have if you don't want eggs, you don't have to eat eggs. Have some waffles, have some pancakes, have sausage, bacon. Like the possibilities are endless. I think for Pour me, a bowl of cereal. For me, it's pop tarts. The, the breakfast meats are. I, I'm a big fan, but also it, it's meats. the um, like I just like a like a sausage biscuit with a coffee is right right what I need midday, and like, you know it just hit, it hits the spot. They I, they go good with one another. If I had, like, I love breakfast meat, but I usually just want the breakfast, like, I just, I could eat that at lunch. I could eat that at dinner. I could, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Man. Um, Some mornings I just want the options. You so. Know? I just want the options. Uh, this is a very random story, but once upon a time, uh, went up to Chicago for the, the CBS Sports Classic, stayed at. A, Been there, done that. Yes, but stayed at a friend's place, and her roommate was. Worked at a brewery and they were going to sample a beer that like paired with bacon. There was uh, maple glazed bacon. So the entire night before, she was just prepping this bacon, this maple glazed bacon. It was like, hey, why don't you all try some? And man, you want to talk about hitting the spot? Even at ten o'clock at night, she's like, yeah, just you're fine. I bet I had six pieces. It, it was, was that so good. good. It was so good. How under the influence though? Not that under the influence. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you think it was just not. It was just great. It was. It was the chill. Put a night. human brain in front of you and you'd eat it. Oh. Some, we've all been where it's just like I don't care what it is. I'm this is drunk fantastic. and I'm hungry and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put it in my mouth. But no, this was good. This was <laughs> we, good. That was not all, that. We've all been there. The yeah. 
You're going to eat a brain taco? No, I just said I'm, I'm drunk. I don't care what it is. I want to put it in my mouth. I did have, uh, on that trip, uh, one of my buddies, mm. he got a, he just got the hot taco and uh, did not realize that it was going to be actually that hot. Ooh, one you time know, you, should... you just like, ah, my mouth's on fire. I'm walking in the middle of the streets. I don't have anything to drink. Does that, fun, funny, funny moment. Had to be there. I did have a cow tongue burrito in Chicago Ooh. one time. One of the most disgusting things I've ever tasted. That was like a drunk late night thing. My friend was like, best late night Mexican place. It will be packed. Everybody in Chicago goes. We got to go. So we go to the bars and... We go and we hang out, and we're like, all right, as any night, let's end this with some good, delicious food. We go to the place. It was packed. He wasn't wrong about it. But by the time we got up there, they were out of meat. The only meat they had left was cow tongue. <laughs> and, like, cow tongue was their, like— Specialty Yeah, like, yeah. you know, this is the place that sells cow tongue. You can get cow tongue meat in your food. And I was just drunk. I was like, yeah, I'll try. if that's the only thing you got, I'll give it a try. It was so gross. <laughs> it is gross. So gross. My I mean, grandma, my like, grandma used to eat was, a like, lot of it. like making out with a cow. Like you could feel like the ridges <laughs> of the tongue as you were like biting down on it. It felt like you were biting your own tongue. It was a trip, man. <sighs> Alex yeah. from Colga here. Sorry for not texting in since my drunken Vegas text. I've never stopped listening though. So much to comment on, but not enough time. Well, you can just, you know, you can send them in anytime. Welcome all-star athlete slash intern Jake. Thoughts on the Mitch Barnhart situation? Hear me out. We give Mitch and baseball coach, whose name autocorrect won't let me type out anymore, or won't let me type one more year. Kentucky goes to the SEC championship in football. New Year's six or playoff. Basketball wins number nine. Cal retires from coaching. And in line with his ambassador to basketball role, just becomes ambassador to all sports like a new AD, I think he could inject new life into athletics, always forward thinking and trying to improve. Seems to really love the university, in my opinion. Or maybe I'm just naive. What are your thoughts? I, I, I think when Cal hangs it up for basketball, he'll move Well, to either Nashville Well, or... he gets to be ambassador, though. Yeah, well, I don't know. You don't have to live there to be the ambassador. Don't. But I will say, though, that that was the, um, that was the model back in the 80s and 90s. Like the football coach... Just becomes the AD. Auburn, um, now I can't think of his name. Their longtime football coach became their longtime AD. Same thing with Frank Broyles at Arkansas. That was the that was the move back in the day. Mm-hmm. You just kind of retired to administration. I mean, CM Newton did it on the basketball front. Um, so it. Uh, I'm not saying it's it's not out of the realm of possibilities. John Calipari doesn't strike me as somebody that wants to keep dealing with that kind of stuff, though. He feels I feel like he has more other things he's more interested in. I agree with that. Good to hear from you, though, Alex. Hope you're doing well. Hope Vegas went well. And yeah, intern Jake, he's a freak. <laughs> Actually, uh, I heard I heard a nice compliment from intern Jacob, but I guess he's not here to hear it. So suck it, intern Jacob. What was it? Just said that he's a good addition to the show. Add some youth into it. He is. I agree. Yeah, we're getting old, TJ. Oh, we're definitely getting old. I, yeah, it, yeah. I, you don't have to remind me of that. No, I like intern Jake. It's, we've it's we've worked out well. Gotten through all of his initiation phases. We've he's gotten ridiculed on the texter by the textures on the text line. Yeah, the text he's, line um, baptism by fire. Yeah, there. got it's the only, way to, only way to go. And then uh, we also had to bust his chops about uh, his Netflix and chilling. So you know, and he did an ad read yesterday. <laughs> what oh, for yeah. who? Salsaritas. He, he hit, hasn't even been to Salsaritas. He hit, he hit the uh, high points. We yep. filled in the blanks for him, you know. He did an all right job. Yeah. What? I wanted, can we hear it? Um, psh, That would take a lot of work to go back and find. 
It wasn't great. It, was, you know it, it wasn't was good. Great. <laughs> you gotta. He was like the deer that was just stumbling as it's figuring out how to walk. The Ohio River deer. Man, whatever happened to that poor, <laughs> poor bastard? Another texter says, "Come on, guys, order is bottle." Or no, I missed one. What is your favorite Dorito flavor? Love the purple bag. Dorito 3D Crunch Chili Cheese. Oh, yes. I'm with you on that. 3D Crunch. Totally made it up. Just no. the goofiest one. It's 3D. It's not chili cheese. It's spicy. Yeah, spicy nacho cheese. Yeah, that's it for me. The 3D. See, three, 3D, yeah. though, that's getting a little too cute for I me. I just want the regular Doritos. Nah, I want 3D. Too much to ask? I like the purple bag because it's probably their most spicy. The sweet tie. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't get that every time because that is a... Uh, you do feel a little gross. Like you need to be eating, drinking Mountain Dew with it, and playing Call of Duty till three a.m. or something. You know, this will gross TJ out. But give me Cool Ranch. Ooh, <laughs> gross. The wife texted me and she said all this White Castle talk making her hungry. <laughs> Good. She she is a white. She she enjoys late night White Castle big time. Had a girl, Hannah. She may be one of the few people I know though that like. If she is in a real pinch for lunch and just doesn't care about what she's going to put in her body, she'll go to White Castle. She loves White Castle. Good. Sweet girl you got there. You married a good one. No, 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 no. (laughs) Come on, guys. The correct order is bottle, can, draft. Had some of my worst hangovers on draft beer. It's just terrible. That's something that I've heard, Justin, and I just don't – I don't – like. I I understand the science of it that there's more CO2, so it's supposed to – you're you're gonna have a worse headache because it contributes it dehydrates you more contributes to the inflammation in your brain. I I I understand it, but I just don't have that same experience. Same, yeah. It and maybe one of those things that treats everybody different because I've never had a bad hangover off draft either. I have bad hangovers off Budweiser. I've had a bad hangovers drafts, cans, bottles. It's usually oh, yeah. the other stuff you're mixing or the things you're yeah. not doing, like drinking water or. That's the thing. I don't know yeah. if I've ever had a bad hangover off just beer. Period. Oh, I have. Yeah. Well, you drink yeah. them eight percenters. Sure do, buddy. And don't you forget it. <laughs> you got to mix in the water every once in a while. Um, I think my more my bottle hate. Somebody texted me yesterday, and I agree with it. It's more of the aluminum bottles that suck, bud. Oh yeah, I'll agree yeah, with that. Yeah, I'll agree I'm, with I'm, that. I'm, like the twist can is cool and convenient at times, but like the beer in there just it doesn't stay warm. It tastes it very metal It does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's like when they get the in the office the saber. Who is it? Michael the, puts orange juice in it. Yeah, yeah. There's like, but that that that's kind of how I feel if I get a, and that's what they'll end up serving at Churchill Downs if it's not. I like guess usually your your sporting event kind of deal. Um, I I get a not 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 the best taste. But a regular bottle, I would buy bottles more often if they fit better in my mini fridge. Yeah. That, that, that's the biggest thing holding me back from being an all-time bottle. Or they weren't so damn heavy when you had to take trash out. Jeez. Oh. Gosh, Memorial Day, I went and, like, you know, how six, ca- six pack of beers, they come in those little things mm-hmm. that you can hold. I was going from the pool table, the table by the pool. I should phrase that differently. Yeah. The table by the pool, and I was going to go put them in the cooler, as people do, and I went and picked it up, and the bottom just fell out. So, like, six yeah. bottles just crashed all over See? the patio. Uh-uh. I was like, damn bottles. And that's why that's why there's a big uh, no bottles by the pool. Yeah. You know, it just. Well, and I've learned over the years, too, when you get a six-pack, you hold it from the bottom, just to be just to be sure. I learned my lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I learned. And then people were it, it, also embarrassing. People were like, oh, man. 
Uh, look, 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 at, look at look at TJ at Memorial Day party. He's just breaking bottles everywhere. It was a to- it could have happened to anybody. I'm just happy it did happen to me, so other people didn't get hurt. Or I, I can handle the embarrassment. You can handle it. Yeah. I didn't want it to be somebody that may feel so awkward they'd have to leave the party. So uh, I picked it all up. Fun, uh, fun summer kind of point and laugh at it. This dumb idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a couple of well, it's it's changed over the years. There used to be two porch swings. Now there's one. Uh, but it's a big – those bad boys just eventually come down one way or the other. Somebody's going to break them. And uh, there, there's a, a, a photo album down there, and it, there's just a, a, a collage of people who have broken the benches because they were <laughs> – they just sit down on the swing a little too hard, the swing's a little too old, and uh, I'm happy to say that I, I've made that. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. that's a bummer. And it's just such a weird feeling because you end up being on the ground, you're all sprawled out, and it's just like, well, I did it. And then the rest of the weekend's kind of a bummer because you don't have your swing. Yeah, we had some of our bigger friends sit on a swing and break at one time, and I, I really don't know if we've ever laughed harder. <laughs> like we were all just like we joined them on the ground just because we were laughing so hard. <laughs> it's just so funny. Because I think one of my friends, like a, one of the bigger guys, was sitting on it, and I think another bigger guy was sitting on the other side, and then this other big guy was like, "I squeeze in between you," and everybody was just thinking like, "This isn't a good this idea." This is not gonna work. But he didn't out. think twice about it, and just the second he sat, just. Boom. <laughs> oh man, so funny. The one thing that is isn't ah, funny happened to you though is the uh is when somebody's got the plastic chair and they kick one of the legs out and it breaks. Like that that's just kind of mean. It's like the people who run over people in the golf carts. That was a viral thing for them. I'm like Yeah, biggest, that's just, ooh, come on. I would like don't be a Jacob's take on the golf cart thing. Because you don't see as much as anymore. So yeah, that, yeah. That was that was very hot twenty nineteen. Do y'all have deal. you do y'all ever have to deal with the the douches running over your golf ball? With the cart? No. They'll like be approaching oh, your ball and man. they'll just run over it. It's like, that what would, are you doing? That would take me that, off. What, yeah, that's so you'd stupid. You'd have to be just a huge loser to yeah. do that. No. I, embarrassing just around the house thing that I did as a kid was it happened more than once too, which makes it even more. I, I have ran through a screen or two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And each and every time more <laughs> humiliating than the next. The screen isn't as bad as just the, the door though. I haven't really? ran through like a class, or like at least just like run into one. Yeah, That's I bad. haven't done That's that, bad. or at least that I've known. But I've yeah, done that. I've like played tag. I've played games. I've just been completely sober walking and just like, oh, honeymoon. I broke our screen, but that was not a sober thing. <laughs> 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 Thought the door was open. The four, and just, the four seasons in in Maui, they had to cut. They had to. There was a drunk guy passed out on the bed, and they had to come fix a screen that just. <laughs> I think he like tried to be like, yeah, we're not really sure what happened. Something with like a, 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 a just turned around. I can think I ripped it a little bit, but like you could very clearly just see somebody walk through the screen. They came in and they fixed Which it. Which I bet they do all the time. There's a screen guy at hey, the hotel at all times. When I woke up from the drinking, screen was brand new. Like it never had happened. Like it was a dream, a drunken dream of mine. Oh, but it did happen, unfortunately. Pretzel uh, with beers. Don't overthink it, guys. That's a good call as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a chip, unfortunately. So it didn't really help our, our argument or our conversation also, there. But yes, pretzels with beer. That's a that's a great that's a great go to. Also big on shelled peanuts with beer. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, long came Polly where he's uh Weird thing about me is I'll eat just like peanuts, I'll eat the shell. My sister does that. It's just they're good. 
I do the thing too if I'm at the ballpark where I do pop the shell in the mouth, get some of the saltiness. Yeah, I do that. Crack it, spit it out. See, and I then will, I, you end up eating some of them in the process. I will say that's disgusting around like stadiums where you just see like a ton of peanut shells. It's or, like wet, soggy yeah. peanut shells. It's like, well, somebody's <laughs> got to pick that up, and that's gross. Um, yeah. It'll probably have a broom or something to do it, but yeah, that's, I would hope they had a broom. for the environment. I just eat the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know yeah. what? That's TJ Taking always looking team. out for Mother Nature. Clean energy, TJ. <laughs> I appreciate you, buddy, um, and I appreciate going to our final break. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll come back. We'll finish up this Thornton's text line. Uh, is there? We got an NBA game tonight, which is cool for a Friday night. Yeah, very, very happy to have that. To excited watch. about that. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. And whatever else you'll have, just let us know on the Thornton's text line. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kay. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. I just want to lie on the beach and eat hot dogs. That's all I've ever wanted. Can I kick it? Can I kick it? Can I kick it? Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Kentucky Roll Call goes 7 to 9, Monday through Friday. Replay of the show, 9 to 11. You can tell your Alexa or your Siri, play Big X Sports Radio. It will play it. That way you can just leave it on all day here. The Hoosier Report, you can hear Beers with Spears at noon, the Mike Rutherford Show at 3, a lot of great local programming on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Leave a rating and review wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call, and we appreciate you listening. You'll appreciate some protection from the sun this weekend, and especially next week because it's going to really heat up. Mm-hmm. Get your Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com. Promo code Big X is going to save you 25%, but Shady Rays, St. X grad, started the company. These are Kentuckians. They're making affordable pair of sunglasses for Kentuckians. So many different styles, so inexpensive. And the beauty of Shady Rays, replacement pairs. Something happens to yours, that's fine. Just reach out to Mr. Shady Ray himself. They'll send you a new pair. It's just easy as that. They do offer replacement pairs for any incidentals, accidentals, break, drunken mistakes, running through screens, whatever it may be. Shady Ray is going to take care of you. ShadyRays.com. Check out everything they have. Remember when you check out, they may try to bribe you. They may try to throw in some mystery pairs for dirt cheap. Don't say no to those. They're a good pair of sunglasses. And then just remember to use the promo code BIGX. They become even cheaper with the 25% off. Father's Day a week away. Get your Shady Rays in now so you get them before Father's Day. You can wrap them up, give them to Pop. Who doesn't like a pair? Everybody could use a pair of sunglasses. Man, God, I brought mine today. Did you just get one mystery pair? I got three. And they're all different? They, two were the same. One was different. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That's pretty fun, though. Pretty fun. Love my Shady Rays. Absolutely love them. Try them out today. I do, too. Um, I like that. I've never been one to have, like, different pairs of sunglasses, but now I do because Shady Rays makes it so cheap and they're so nice that 
If you know, I'm, I can I can outfit match. I was the same way too. I also was the same way with swim trunks. Always just had a pair. Gosh, the wife, it killed her how much I just don't like wearing swim trunks. She buys me swim trunks all the time. What do you mean I'm like, don't I, like wearing swim trunks? I just trunks. would rather wear shorts. Like, I just like shorts. I've got like a pair of, huh. I've got like. Some, but they take forever to dry off. They do. That's that, the. That's I was going to say, that's, that's really the, the only stop stopping point. But I think it was like a challenge for my wife because she did find some that were comfortable, that looked good. And you're right. Like the drying off quality is worth it. So I'm back to wearing swim trunks on authority. My, of my, my wife. big thing is, is I don't ever want to wash them because, like, you're just just going in water. Where, do they need soap too? Uh, you know, yeah, just, I only peed in these bad boys six times. Yeah, like they don't. The chlorine already took care of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they don't need to be cleaned. <laughs> A texture. You going to bring out the trunks this weekend? Uh, it depends. We we have Brooks family coming to town. I think it's going to be a trip to the zoo tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. Take the kids to the splash guess, pad down there. Yeah, where are your trunks to the splash pad? Didn't you already go to the zoo this week? It was last week. Oh. You, you go to the zoo a lot when you got a kid. I mean, yeah. I'm not in that phase yet, but I, I think You're that'd be there. fun. Yeah, I like the zoo. Be cool for me. And they serve alcohol, right? They do. <laughs> Roush there at 930. He's just <laughs> double fisting. Yeah. Save it for later. I'll probably still be a little hungover because I'll be up late watching the basketball game tonight. Really want the Warriors to win just to keep uh, – I want to milk this series out as long as possible. Ooh, a couple birthday shout-outs. Listener Shay, it's his birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Shay. I'm happy glad I could find that drop for him, then. Yeah, a nice birthday present yeah. for a long-time listener. And then uh, my Uncle Rich as well, who we were going to go to the UK-Murray State second-round game together. You have He's a rich be- uncle? <laughs> Rich Strike. He's the one that hasn't bet hasn't won the Derby. Like he's oh, he's got he, like a forty two year losing streak. And he did And I texted Rich him Strike. after Rich God. Strike. I was like, Did you win? He was like, Nope, didn't have that one. Unbelievable. Don't don't think I'm gonna bet Rich Strike this weekend too. Yeah, I, I wanted to get your I, think, I wanted to get your Belmont just a quick synopsis. I th- so uh Nest is uh I'm just gonna go through a couple horses real quick. Nest is uh second place in the Oaks. She won the Ashland. You'll get a good price on her, but I you know I don't know if I'm going to bet her or not. Uh, the favorite is uh, a Bobby Flay horse. Bobby Flay, big horse racing guy. Uh, we the people. It It's a favorite because it's it's won three or four, and its most recent race was at Belmont. So it's a horses for courses kind of deal mm. if you want to go that route. Um, but Justin, I think it's it's time for your boy Mo Donegal. Yep. Big win here. I think it's time for your boy Mo Donegal. I agree. Came in fifth in the Derby. Um, last year, essential quality was fourth in the Derby. Couldn't get through the crowded field. Finished strong to win the Belmont. Uh, Mo Donegal, a good finisher. Seven to two morning line. That's a great price uh, to bet that horse. That's that's what I would do, um, especially if it stays at seven to two. So um, we'll, we'll we'll see how the the odds fluctuate. Post time is tomorrow at six forty nine. So uh, you know, just something to turn on while you're. Uh, well, a little after dinner time, have a cocktail, watch that race. Uh, if you want to bet undercard too, Mal at that, she's 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 a bad bitch. Uh, she, <laughs> she's she's running in the uh, I think it's the personal enzymes, what they call it. Um, one one of those in on the undercard, kind of like that horse. So uh, a good the undercard, you might get some better pra- uh, races, win some more money than you would actually on the uh, on, on the big one. Roush, did I hear uh, the stat that this is the first year that not a single horse has ran in all three races? Uh, that sounds correct. Um, unless Barbara Road. Did Barbara Road run in the Preakness no. as well? 
Rubber Road didn't. Did. So yeah, that that sounds right. I don't think any of them did. And the people who just say eh, wait, 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 the horses this year kind of just stink. Okay, so like that that that's why they haven't ran in all three. They're just not as good. They don't breed them that way anymore. They don't breed them that way anymore. But mostly they're just not as good. EJ Clark is a big Barber Road guy. He's he's pals with their trainer. That horse always hits the board. Um, at least leading up to the Derby, it did. So famous last words. <laughs> might end up sprinkling it in there, ten to one morning line. Why not? A texter says, "Who do we think has a broader palate, Lucy or Grown Man Baby?" Ooh, Lucy. Boom, Rosa. Probably Lucy. All things considered, <laughs> she will eat and tries about stuff. anything. Oh yeah, absolutely. Good for her. Yeah, she's cute. Have you done lemon yet? Oh, I don't know if we've done a lemon yet. Duke, okay. uh, Duke, he'll still ask for that at like a restaurant, and he knows better. <laughs> and he'll even, I think he just, it's, he, it's, it's like his uh, party trick, you know? Yeah. I'm going to eat a lemon. Maybe that's just his, yeah, that's, that's cute. <laughs> just going to show off. Lucy, when she had I put a pickle in her mouth, that was cute. She, I don't did, know what she was Did she enjoy it? Yeah, well, like, she eventually enjoyed it, but the first few faces were just like, <laughs> what? what is this thing? Yeah. A texter says, is Kenneth, is Kenneth Horsey projected to be starting left tackle? I like him. I'm fine with it because I'm sure he will be more improved. But going back and watching the Iowa game, he got dominated. No, he will be a guard this year. I think left guard with Manning at right guard. The, actually, I'm unclear on that, but I'm assuming that Horsey's just going to stay on the left side. Uh how the, they're going to end up doing left tackle, TJ, is it'll be Dion, uh, DeAndre Buford. Dion Buford will be the first guy. If he with Wallaball, David Wallaball, the redshirt freshman, rotating in there, he's put on a lot of weight this year. And then there's also the Keontae factor. When they think he's ready to roll out, they'll roll him out. So I, I, I don't foresee Horsey playing tackle unless they're really, really in a pinch. When are they going to roll out good one, you think? That that I don't know. I mean, Keontae looks good. I mean, he looks like the Keontae uh, I've seen always on that exercise bike. Just did a little chit-chat with him the other yeah. day. All as well. But, I, you know, I they got to get out there and practice and stuff before we know how, how far he's coming along, how quickly sure. uh, during fall camp. Yeah, fall camp will be big. Because that, that, the big thing with fall camp, you can be good in spurts, and especially early on, it's the the grind of it, and that's really where the SEC, the physical grind of it, a weekend that can that can slow down those young guys. Yeah, well, that'll be exciting. A lot to look forward to in that regard. John here, good TGI morning to all. I don't mind some sour cream, especially on tacos. My favorite chips are barbecue grippos, and I like to eat some French onion dip with them. Grippos are good. Hey guys. Put up a poll on Twitter or Facebook about best chips. Okay, who will have a better season this year, UK football or basketball, in terms of success? I believe the football program has more successful, has been more successful the last two seasons. What do you guys think? Well, have a great weekend. Got to go talk to you later. First and foremost, barbecue yeah. grippos are great. Just a lot of sodium. Uh, that's a that's a high blood pressure <laughs> waiting to happen. Um, but they are t- very tasty, especially if you go to a place that has French fries where you can sprinkle the Grippo stuff on it. You can't call it Grippo seasoning, but it's Grippo seasoning. Secondly, I would agree that Kentucky football has had more success, but I yeah, it, it, in the last is, two years, Kentucky football has definitely had more success. Yeah, right? yeah, one of a few ten win programs in program history, and 
didn't have one of the worst seasons in school history and didn't have one of the worst tournament losses in school history. Right. So almost by default, I think you'd go with football, especially a football stretch that's been pretty good. The COVID year was probably, you know, you I think UK fans probably would have wanted one or two more wins there. If you the the Ole Miss loss and the uh, you wish you you played Auburn later in the season, that yeah, would have been a win yeah, if you if you yeah. got that one later. But it, it is, uh, yeah, you definitely go with, with football. I think basketball will have a more successful season this upcoming season because I think they're going to go to a Final Four and probably play for a national championship. So I don't think UK football – now, if you're doing it by, like, program standards or history, you know, it could get more complicated in the debate. But I think UK basketball finished ranked higher than football. So What I think, is pretty crazy, though, is that – I, I, we go back to that couch season as far as basketball and football on the same page at their best at the same time. Kentucky goes to the Outback Bowl, and then um, the Cats win the national championship in basketball. But entering the season, expectations are probably the highest they've ever been for both sports. Oh, that's true. I mean, you'd almost get you're almost at the point where you'd be upset if Kentucky didn't win ten games in football and didn't go to a Final Four in basketball. You know, it's a good spot to be in. Um, which I mentioned the Outback Bowl. Did you see the new name of it? Yeah. I don't even know. What is it? Like the how to Royal Ro- Quest Bowl? That's horrible. <laughs> so, we'll just call it the, the Outback Bowl. Uh, Outback, what are you doing? Good day, mate. What are you doing? That was such a – it was a staple. I looked for that gif from Rice Just Gemstones. I couldn't find the gif anywhere of when he's leaving. It's disappointing. I know. Like I, I, you would think borderline. I mean, at worst, it would be at least a meme. On I even like Google. Google I even like Googled image search, not just the Twitter GIF search. Couldn't find it anywhere. Roush, how many years has Outback been disappointing you? <sighs> All of them. It's just par for the course at this point. Crazy though. They. It was I mean, a they dark had... and stormy night back <laughs> in two thousand seven. I mean. It's been the Outback Bowl since its inception in, what, 97, 98? Something mm-hmm. like that? Crazy. Rely Quest. We're going to get some digital security service up there instead of freaking Outback. Can't We can't have a computer logo fighting each other out. I want the Bloomin' Onion, damn it. Did you see this race that Darren Ravel tweeted about and Lachlan just retweeted? This day, 19... 19- 44, Brownie, Bousset, and Wait a Bit remarkably finish exactly at the same time in the Carter Handicap at Aqueduct. A little uh, dead heat action. That happens. It is the only stake race that's finished in a triple dead heat ever. Oh, it was a triple dead heat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty unbelievable. Wow, that is It awesome. really is a dead heat. Yeah. That's cool. That's crazy. Imagine 1944, people were probably just going bananas. You couldn't, couldn't even get a replay either. <laughs> Just that picture. No, no, just hey, picture. speaking of, you so, couldn't even like probably put that picture on a screen anywhere either. People just had to take your word for it. Yeah, it was in newspapers. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was horse betting the other day, and one of my horses I did a win place show on dead heated with another horse for third. So does that pay? Does both horses pay out for that show? So here's it the should, thing: it should. I, both will pay out for show. But they're splitting the 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 pool of show oh, pool money, so gross. you're getting half of what. That's gross. Yeah, yeah. Some of the some of those are difficult for me to to figure out, but um, how they do the payouts. But that's that's how it'd be in that case. Yeah, it's a real mm. bummer. Maybe it was fourth actually because I didn't get paid. Oh, <laughs> bummer. Real bummer, Scoots. Um, oh, did you, what TJ? Can you? 
briefly because Louisville Twitter is freaking out about it. Dior Johnson decommits from Oregon. Why is he such a? Why are people worried about him? Does he have a lot of baggage or something? Yeah, he's gone to like eight different high schools, and he's had two different college commitments: Syracuse and Oregon. That he's backed off those pledges. Most and, recently, the Oregon one from yesterday, and he's guard. Uval needs guards. They took the Oregon equipment manager. Maybe he just committed to Oregon because of the equipment, and now he can be mm. like, hey, you know, I want to follow your, I want to follow you to U of L. U of L needs. I, oh, you you have to take the risk. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's. You add this kid and Amoni Bates. Oh yeah, it's just, just it'll be a disaster. It'll be a mistake. Kenny Payne. I love Kenny Payne. I don't or, want him to thrive, but also don't want him to fall flat on, flat on his face. He's a great dude, but this would not be good. Oh, so we want it. It could be fun. It It'd be a train wreck. It'd it, be, be a fun to watch. It, it won't be good. It won't. It won't turn out well. Well, he's taking that risk, and I think you almost have to take that risk, though. I don't know. I, I think you almost do because you just don't have any other guards. No other so option. what else? Uh, what you either have a bad season derailed by some goobers, maybe potentially, or you have a bad season just because you don't have enough players. Well, either way, right? Well, and you could also. But I, I think I'd steer clear. I mean, worst case scenario, though, like. It's a it's a one year problem that you can fix, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the transfer portal, you're always the following year. You can always just start over. A texter, Plumley Bro, who I think's asked this before. Other than golf, what is your all's favorite part of the summer? I was gonna say, I feel like we get this question every day now. There was the one about the summer activity, but we put we said and we can't do it today, and I think we did it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So maybe check out the podcast, Texter. <laughs> which, by the way, there's this. Live Golf put out this video of whatever's happening for the fan interaction thing, and they have a bunch of people dressed futuristically, and it is the most. I don't know what Live Golf's doing, man. I mean, this is it's. They were kicking out reporters and stuff. Oh, I saw Greg Ar- Norman. Greg Norman had, had he, he, had, he looked like it. the grumpiest old man. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's a guy just with like in this video you have a dude with a. A white, like afro, all white suit, uh, with goggles on, pouring like a, a drink into a champagne bottle, and it's like, oh, the future of golf. It's silly. I love the. Did you did you watch the Dennis Quaid video? I did not. It was the the hype video for Live Golf. We have got to innovate, and it's like they started with flying kites, and now we have rocket ships, and it. What? It's, it, go- it's golf. The game's been pretty similar I mean. for like, it, it's, like 150 years. We're going to innovate and change it. I'm get, I'm just getting the PGA freaking out over this. This is. The, I do uh, think PGA is misplaying it. Yeah, they're they're getting way too mad about it. This is a spring football league that's going to flame out in a year, right? I mean, there's so much money. I don't know, but but it feels it like now it. with all the guys that have went over there. But the huge money aspect of it too, though, is another reason why it could also flame out. Is these people just say, why why am I paying Patrick Reed a hundred million dollars? Like this, I'm not I'm not getting the juice back on this. They're not making. I mean, you can't make a lot of money off people watching it on YouTube. I don't you know? know. I don't think it's going to fold immediately. I think it's going to be around for a bit. Whether I don't think it's going to thrive, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. They got bigger names than we all thought they would. Kentucky Crow tweets into the Thornton's text line. We love Thornton's. Go there, save money, download the app, refresh and rewards member. Just stopped into Thornton's to get some huge ass donuts and coffee and took a picture of the ruffles for you all. Kentucky Crow. I guess to show that it has sour cream in the ingredients. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, who would think that sour cream chips wouldn't have sour cream in them? Very light on the flavor profile. You'd, you'd have very to. light on the. It flavor is pretty. Profile. Fa- it is pretty far down the ingredient list. Who cares? Very far down on the ingredient list. I. Uh, he, have you seen the, the? They had the Anthony Davis ruffles, and now they have the Jason Tatum one. The Jason Tatum ones look pretty good. The Jason Tatum ones are awesome. Are they? Yeah. yeah. The, it was very funny whenever they had. Uh, it wasn't funny that a hurricane was coming towards New Orleans, oh, but the only thing left on the shelf was the Anthony Davis ruffles because he was in L.A. and they hated him. <laughs> I never saw that. Yeah. Not eating, eating your ruffles, buddy. Texter says, is intern Jacob getting paid or is the big X cheap like that, over cheap like that? Oh, yeah. Also, you're asking an intern if they're getting paid? Yeah, interns typically don't get paid. Listen, yeah. if the intern's getting paid, we'd be we, – we would – not let them get paid, and we'd make more money. Remember when Hardo Jernos got all just, upset just over kidding. interns not getting paid? Yes. Wait, I, journalists getting all worked up over something? God, Talk, so say, say more. So stupid. Biggest dorks. Alex from Colga again. Oh, oh hey, Alex. Hey, you're yeah, back. Good to hear from you again. Finishing up yesterday's podcast and listening to you all talk about missing out on DBs, let it be known we could have had JQ Hardaway if we had not slow played him too. Finish as a four-star in some recruiting services. I will die on this hill. Yeah, you can die on it, Alex. He's your guy. You know him. But you can you can die. <laughs> this next text. There's, there's so also funny. just something, too, that, uh, you know, not every kid that has an offer, the, the school actually wants them. There's a weird dynamic there at play. Instead of getting letters and then getting an offer, now you get off- offers or the the modern day versions of letters. But that doesn't mean the school wants you to take. It's a weird, weird game we're playing now. Interesting song and dance. The texter says, "So, intern Jacob, are you about to absolutely so- slide into those cheeks this weekend, or what?" <laughs> <laughs> This next one. The girls who are going to play the boy from left to right in the burlesque show. J.K., Roush, and T.J. What movie is that from? It's uh, Grown Ups. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they got uh, the girl with her swim cap on and yeah. her 1940s style swimsuit. That's me. Mingione took Henderson's players to the Super Bowl. To the Super Bowl. To the Super Regionals. Yes, he did. Which, by the way, five years ago today was when U.K. was last in the college baseball tournament. Five years ago today. Long time. Long time. Cool. Oh, man. We got a doozy coming up here. I mean, and just the first two sentences just really had my brain in a pretzel. I have slept with a white girl, and this opinion could also be trash. <laughs> However, I have to say I saw with TJ on January 6th. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? what? I don't, I, that first sentence just oh, needs to be erased. Right. <laughs> 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 Really adding some levity to the end of the show. Are the optics embarrassing? Absolutely. Was it dumb on the surface level for people to rush the Capitol building? Of course. However, I don't think anyone can honestly look at either side of the aisle and say, gee whiz, these public servants governing us really do seem to have our best interests in mind. And with that said, I think it's okay for them to have a healthy fear of their constituents outside of the election cycle. And with that said, the timing of these wildly televised hearings could have been taking place sooner. Seemed to be awfully close to midterms that Dems seem to be poised to be selected. And that's where you are, right, Texter? The the primetime TV of like let's just yeah. deem like yeah that's a for the folks that are like is this just a stunt here I mean let's putting put it, it in prime, prime time. time yeah I mean that that really just 
But the, the I think you're overall like these politicians, very few of them actually care about us. And the ones that have been yeah. in office for decades and decades and decades, I can almost guarantee you can, that they can we, don't. Can we get term limits, please? Yeah, that'd be great. I don't. Mitchell and Con- like, how, like, this is what their job is. They go to the legislators, go to D.C., and then they get put on special committees and then they just work on the special. Like how, you know, the people on this special committee, what are you doing to make our country better? Well, we're going to make sure something like this doesn't happen again. What? No, you're not. No, you're not. Like, you're not. If people want to riot and do that again, they're going to probably do it. It's just, it, it wasting everybody's time. It pits people against each other, and it's annoying. But it's uh, politics in America. Hey, guys, Please. I love the show. I I'm get married today. Any last-minute advice? Oh. Also, fun debate. Do I deserve a suck it for getting married on a Friday? I LOL. Ex- no, it's a summer. Who cares? Yeah, I think. Good for you, buddy. The timing, summer, who cares? Um, Congrats. That's awesome. Yeah, Big that day. is awesome. Uh, just, in, 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 just soak it all up, man. You only get married once, That's, knock on wood. So just try to. Uh, unless you're my father. Try to be a sponge as much as possible. Uh, and also, I know you've got to talk to everybody at your wedding. Just get that over with early. And you don't have to talk to every single person and like do that whole thing. First off, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. It's your big day. And I agree with Roush. Just soak up every second of it. Starting like now, you know, just and try to take it all in because it goes by in a blink of an eye. And before you know it, you're married with kids. You're just wondering, when's it going to be your turn, you know? <laughs> And then they fought to the death for the hole in one ball. There, I made the story involved for you, Scoots. They said, "Pick your, pick the club that you hit the hole in one with. <laughs> Go into that room, out, and we'll yeah. see who comes Duke out." out yeah. Yeah. Uh, TJ is exactly right about the baseball stuff. With the other, with one other caveat. Mitch doesn't need to be the one to hire another coach, so he needs to go first. Doubtful that happens. So, yeah, I said that earlier this week. That I have. Why would we have any faith in him hiring a better baseball coach? One, Mingione didn't work out. We all were on board with it. We all thought we were all optimistic after year one. It didn't work out. So, one, it was a bad hire by Mitch. And two, his now not only do we have to worry about him making another bad hire for the baseball program whenever that year may come, we also have to worry that if he makes a bad hire, he's going to double down on it and not admit that he was wrong and he may keep another person for way too long. So, yeah, totally agree, Texter. Mitch doesn't need to be anywhere near the next baseball hire. Or just any hire. Get somebody in the pro. There's got to be somebody in the athletic program that actually like knows baseball, follows it, gets it. Let Matt freaking May make the next hire. I was say, Mark Hill, he, um, his wife is a big-time softball player. Texture says, TJ has the food palate of a douchebag. Say it to my face, baby. <laughs> Say it to my freaking face. <sighs> I have the most advanced food palate in this room. <sighs> White Castle breakfast sandwiches are amazing. They use a real egg, which is a game changer. Whoa. That, that is significant. That is huge. Panera does the real egg as well. And getting an egg over easy on a breakfast sandwich just... It hits different. Size. Justin, does your hotel have the real eggs or the like microwave eggs? Uh, yeah, microwave. Those are not good. Well, we cook we cook them on the skillet though. They're just liquid. Are you, are it's you, just liquid eggs. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. The, okay, the, figure. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the real egg. I didn't know White Castle did that. Thank you for informing us. Sometimes the draft beer hangover is worse because the bar has dirty lines. The beers flow through from the kegs. Now I agree. That's when yeah. you can't do the draft. Yeah. Yeah, and you can always when you get your first draft beer, you can tell right away like. Shout out to Bar Rescue for like letting all of us know, like, oh <laughs> my gosh. And whenever, I mean, and it's mostly you can tell just by the the head on the beer. Like if it if it immediately goes away, it's just like ah, oh, this is crappy draft beer. Texture says, did TJ break any bottles at the January sixth insurrection? Just broke some hearts of the lips. 
Uh, next week is supposed to be a hundred all week. Is that scooting bruisers yeah. ideal golf weather? Gross. Absolutely. That's not true. Yeah, absolutely. God, because it has been. Uh, I didn't want to jinx it, but it, first few weeks of June have been pleasant. Yeah, it seems like 80s. everything in Kentucky has been pushed back. Oh, my heavens. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's high upper 90s on for, gosh, all the rest of June. Love it. As far as my little thing will go. <laughs> I've had some one-liners today. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, is our, uh, when is the golf scramble? I had to hop off and might have missed it. We, we don't have a date yet. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, we don't we know. We had some things come up. Okay. Ja- Jacob's arm is broken. A wrist is broken. We, we don't know. But we're going to figure it out. I'd say what we do need to do, because this would be easier to plan, we do need to just do a KRC night at a bats game. Which will probably just end up being like us five, just like, you know, us five, including Trevor. He may not even show up for it. But it'll just be like the station crew, and we'll just be drinking beer and hanging out. But if that that sounds fun to me. That actually sounds like a good time. Sounds like a nice night. So we'll we'll get that. We'll get at least that, and then we'll get a date. We'll see Dugan today, hopefully chat with him, maybe figure out a golf date. We want to. It's not that we don't want to. Jacob can't play till October, he said. Ugh. Loser. Hey, fellas, what a great neighborhood yard sales this weekend. I hear Douglas Hills has the fire fines for all you yard sailors out there. Uh, so this person has a yard sale this weekend. And Douglas Hills. Yeah. Uh, did your neighborhood do like a neighborhood yard sale? Uh, my parents' neighborhood did. Uh, part- every other year. We always do ours in the summer, but this year they're moving into the fall. Some people weren't happy about it. Yeah, you got to do it in the summer. More likely to not rain on you. Was Lucy running around the house with a pickle in her mouth? <laughs> misbehaving. A uh, little baby Lucy doesn't misbehave though, so um, no. She'll, she'll never do anything wrong. No, she's an angel. The Outback Bowl was formerly known as the Hall of Fame Bowl when it was played in Birmingham. I did not know that they moved the Hall of Fame Bowl to Tampa for the Outback Bowl. It's just a horrible you know. bowl name, though. Hall of Fame Bowl is a great name, though. Kentucky won it against Wisconsin. They how they would never do this game, but Kentucky played Wisconsin back-to-back years in the Hall of Fame Bowl in the 80s. Do you think U of L is going to get banned from the tournament? Mm. Not this season, because we're going to hear from the NCAA in the next month or so. And I don't know. I think I think I think if they're going to get banned, it'd be the DJ Wagner season, uh, which could be a total game changer and all of that. Sort Their of IARP hearing is uh, next week. Oh, it is next I week. Think it's next week. Yeah. Well, also, if you're going to have a postseason ban, this would be the year to do it for you, because yeah. your team's not looking all that great. A texture says, "I," and then you take the postseason ban, then you really hit the ground running with Wagner, Boom. and then Kenny Payne could really kind of spread his wings. But, move forward. Um, let's hope that doesn't happen. I got paid $20 an hour for my internship. I mean, you're definitely in a different profession, because... You're not getting paid twenty dollars. That's hour sweet, though. Internship. Like in all seriousness, cool. if you're an intern, and you can get that money. That's I mean, awesome. That's if you a, can't. Like, that's... I would. I would love to work a job where I got paid twenty dollars an hour. Period. Hmm. Be pretty cool. That would be sweet. Yeah. These podcast texters have been wild the last few days. Just make. Let's just make some jokes, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I like that text. Oh, great way all to right, end the show. That's a that's a week of KRC. We're out of time. A week KRC or a week of? That is a week of KRC. <laughs> we are going to go get breakfast and uh, hang out all weekend. We're not going to leave each other's sides. And then <laughs> Monday morning, 7 a.m., we'll be back. Everybody have a great weekend. Predictions for the game tonight? I'm taking Celtics again. Warriors by three. Yeah, I'll go Warriors as well. So you all are taking plus four for the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I'm a little scared to do that. All right. Everybody have a great weekend. Be safe. We'll see you on Monday. This is Kentucky Roll Call, Big X Sports Radio.